I host another podcast called Love and Abuse, and it talks about how to deal with the difficult relationship and how to respond to difficult people who are supposed to love and support you. If that sounds like something you want or need to hear, head over to loveandabuse.com. Welcome to the Overwhelmed Brain, where you'll learn to make decisions that are right for you so that you can create the life you want now. Hey, this is Paul Coliani, and I'm here to help you learn to deal with difficult people and tackle life's challenges without compromising who you are. This show consists of my personal opinions and is meant for informational purposes only. Always seek a professional for your mental health and well-being. All right, I am so glad that you are here. Thanks for joining me for another episode of The Overwhelmed Brain. Going strongly now for uh, just about 10 years. Started in 2013. We are now in 2023. If you are new to the show, I am so glad that you made it here. And uh, let's get right to the topic because usually people who are new to a podcast want the thing to start right away. <laughs> just start the content. Come on, I'm sick of waiting. Yes, I get it. We are in a fast-paced society. The information internet age has taken over and we need it fast. And I get it. And uh, this is more delay, right? I'm testing your patience. <laughs> Today, I am talking about... Um, what am I talking about? Oh, I read one of the posts in the Overwhelmed Brain Empowerment Group. I like to refer to that group. It's a group I run on Facebook. Uh, that uh, has a lot of great questions, a lot of great shares. And um, most of my content throughout the years has come through email or that group. And this is one of those things that we're talking about right now, which has to do with uh, someone else's thoughts, someone else's intentions. What are they thinking? And are they thinking of me? Are they thinking of someone else? Are they thinking of hurting me? Are they thinking of betraying me? No matter what kind of relationship it is, it could be family, friend, or romantic, coworker, whatever. We tend to, well, we can tend to place things in someone else's mind that uh, we believe they're thinking when they're not really thinking it. Or maybe they are. <laughs> maybe they are thinking it. And then we base our reaction or response to what we believe they're thinking. Now, where am I going with this? So the the post in the group was a couple that went to, I guess they called it a burlesque show. So now the person who wrote this is thinking, oh crap, you're talking about <laughs> what I did. And her question said, um, you know, I was upset with my partner because he was looking at the one of the people on stage who was staring at him. It was a woman staring at him. And she saw it happening and he stared back. And they finished the show and everything seemed okay. But then she said, she was giving you the eyes. And he said, oh yeah, she was staring right at me right at the end of the show. And uh, she said, well, she must be your favorite. You know, so the, the conversation went on. I don't want to give, too a, give away too many details, but the conversation went on and she was very upset. The, the woman, the partner said, I am very upset that you stared at this person. And she didn't say this in the post necessarily, but she said, um, you know, I want you to be forthcoming with me. If you have thoughts, if you're staring at someone, if you have any type of um, thoughts in your mind about 
what is going on. I mean, she didn't really get into detail about that, but she was upset that that person was staring at her partner and her partner stared back, even though it was a show and the girl was on stage. I guess she never came down and talked to this person's partner or anything like that. But she was upset that he was watching the show and there appeared to be more going on that she didn't like. So this was one of those times where she had thoughts in her mind about what was in his mind and reacted to it and was upset about it and it became a big issue. And so she was asking people, you know, was I in the wrong or maybe what's a better way to react or she didn't feel like she was wrong. She felt like, hey, this upset me. So she asked her partner, why don't you be more forthcoming, which I believe she meant, why don't you tell me your thoughts? That's how I read that. And to me, that's a, here's the thing. That's a very, very dangerous area to visit. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you're thinking when you looked at that person over there. Tell me what went through your mind. I want to know. Tell me what happened when we were on the beach that day and you couldn't stop staring at that person in the water. Tell me. I want to know. Why anybody would ever want to visit that deep, sacred space in someone's mind is beyond me. I would not want to visit that deep sacred space in my partner, my fiance's mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know what she's thinking. I don't want to know what she thought when she saw that guy with his shirt off or his pants off or whatever. I don't want to know because it's her mind. It's her thoughts. And she is an individual that was around before we were together and she's had her own thoughts all her life. And a person's mind is their personal, sacred space. It is their own place to be able to express themselves inside their head and feel safe knowing they can think and say and visualize anything they want without someone else coming along saying, you can't do that. Or, if you do that, I want to know about it. That's sacred space. This is my personal opinion. Maybe you disagree, but I look at it as sacred space. If my fiance had sexual feelings, sexual thought about someone else, I don't necessarily want to know about it. <laughs> I don't really want to know about it because I trust her. I trust that she's not going to go off with another person. Secondly, I trust that if she felt, let's just say, sexually activated, that she would take that sexual energy and bring it to me, not someone else. And that's a good thing. Again, some of you might disagree, but I believe that's a great thing. I want her to feel when she's activated to come to me, not someone else. And trust is important when you have a romantic relationship that you uh, have these thoughts because I wouldn't want to tell you don't think about that because as soon as I as soon as I say don't think about that I think we've all heard this when you try to not think of something you think about it 
Don't think about sex. Don't think about your favorite sexual experience in your past. Don't think about it. Oh, it's, it's going to come to mind. It's going to come up and you're going to have it in your thoughts and maybe you're good. Maybe you don't think about that. <laughs> but if I said, don't think about uh, painting your house with stripes, you actually have to think about what you're told not to think about it so you know what not to think about. And so when we're told to not think about something or resist thinking about something, it becomes more difficult to not think about it, which is why that's one reason not to tell somebody, don't think about that stuff. You shouldn't think that way. You shouldn't think like that. I think it's important to allow people to have their thoughts, their ideas, because it's in their own head, it's in their own mind. I think it's important to allow people the freedom to be safe and feel safe inside their own thoughts. Now, this doesn't mean it's okay for them to do behaviors that you don't agree with or that are not uh, healthy or even toxic. I'm not saying that you can't have your boundaries there. But when it comes to someone else's personal sacred space in their head, again, personal opinion, they should be allowed to have any thought that comes through because it's theirs. And sometimes thoughts come up that we can't stop. Sometimes it's about our past. Sometimes it's about fantasies. Sometimes it's about stuff that we are thinking about doing or not doing. Sometimes we have thoughts that are definitely um, not safe for work or safe for the relationship. In fact, um, I have many thoughts that go through my head just to try them on. I try them on. A thought comes into my head. I, I say, I wonder what would happen if I did that. I wonder what would happen if my life went that way. I wonder what would happen if my fiance left me. What would I do next? I wonder what happened if she would, uh, if she died. I wonder what would happen if someone really attractive came up to me and started coming on to me. What would I do? You know, these aren't things that I want to happen. They aren't necessarily things that I believe will happen. I just have these thoughts. They come up. Our brain experiments. They, it tries things out. And yes, sometimes our brain, and in the case with this person who posted, sometimes our brain comes up with sexual thoughts. And that's my assumption about the person who posted. She didn't necessarily say, oh, they're going to go off and do things. But uh, she did, I think, imply that. Like, a woman is looking at my man. So this is a problem. And she's asking her man to share, again, this is my interpretation, share his thoughts about the interaction that he had with someone on stage who was putting on a show. And I think, again, that's so dangerous to go there. I want my fiance, I want my partner to feel extremely comfortable. In fact, 100% safe thinking anything she wants, even if she thinks, you know, what would life be like with her ex? If she wants to think that, that's great. Because she's going to try it on, try it out. And if she really thought about that and, and said, you know, I got to go back to that sociopath. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in. But yes, uh, I have to go back to that sociopath. Because 
There's just something about that relationship that I love and I miss it. If she thought that, then we never had a chance anyway. If that's how she's thinking, then we don't have a chance. But for me to say, you need to tell me when you have those thoughts or you need to be, need to be forthcoming because I need to know if you're thinking these things, then how will that go for our future? She will not feel uh, safe sharing things with me. And this is what will happen in our relationship. It will start to decline. It will start to decrease in love and connection because I will feel stifled in my own head. I mean, that would start squeezing or putting a very tight grip on my brain, on my thoughts, on my feelings and everything going on inside of me where I once felt safe. I, I can no longer feel safe. I can't have the thoughts I used to have because now I'm being told to share those thoughts, especially thoughts that might not be supportive of our relationship. And I know this is thin ice for some people because some people will say that person shouldn't be thinking about this other stuff. They shouldn't be thinking about that stuff. And in a romantic relationship, that person shouldn't be thinking about having sexual relationship with somebody else or having a fling or that shouldn't occur in their mind at all. And when you do the behavior, that's a different story than when you think about the behavior. Because thoughts can be fleeting, they can be passing, they can come and go. They can last for a minute and then go away for a year and then come back for another minute. They can last for hours and then go away for weeks and then come back for hours. You know, the, the intensity and the frequency and the um, continuity of the thought is when that thought might become a reality in their behavior. In other words, the more one thinks about doing something, the more that uh, they think about what life would be like doing that thing, and the more often they think about it, yes, there's more of a chance it can happen. Doesn't mean it will happen. It just means there's more of a chance that it can happen. But if it never happens, why do we care? I mean, why do we bother even thinking about what they're thinking about, what somebody else is thinking about, when it may never, ever happen? I walked outside today and fall is here and I love it, but boy, is it busy. The busy fall season is already in swing. And uh, maybe you're looking for some wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. And that's where Factor comes in. They are a ready-to-eat meal kit. I can't tell you how excited I am to talk about this. They'll help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. I am always too busy to cook. To know that Factor will deliver these meals directly to my door. I don't have to go to the grocery store. I don't have to prep. I don't have to do anything. They'll give me the flavor and nutritional quality that I need. And ready in just two minutes if you're busy running around during the day to think about lunch. Keep your energy up with what they call lunch to go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers. This October, get Factor. Enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. 
no prep and no mess, head to factormeals.com forward slash overwhelmed 50 and use the promo code overwhelmed 50 to get 50% off. It's a long code, but I want you to remember it. Overwhelmed 50, 50 at factor meals. That's two words, factormeals.com forward slash overwhelmed 50. Get your 50% off now. A healthy relationship, yes, does have open communication. But should you know everything? Should you know every single thought they have in their mind? Do you want to? Would you share every single thought that was in your mind with them? I certainly wouldn't. (laughs) I wouldn't want to share every single thought that goes through my head with somebody else, no matter how much I loved them, no matter how much I cared about them. I mean, I've talked to friends, I've talked to partners, you know, past partners and this partner. I've talked to people about other people that I love dearly because I needed to vent. I've talked about these other people in ways that I would never talk to them about, but I needed to vent. I needed to share. I needed to ask them, what do you think that person meant by that? I want to share with people I trust. And I've talked about my partner with other people. I know my fiance has talked about me with her friends and she will sometimes tell me what she talked about and sometimes she won't and i'm very grateful when she doesn't tell me (laughs) i'm very grateful when she doesn't tell me what she told them because we all need to get the emotional energy out of us sometimes we all need to share with somebody that we trust someone someone that we care about the emotional energy that has built up and that emotional energy has a voice Or at least we give it a voice when we're willing to express that emotional energy and get it out of our system. Because sometimes we have frustrations, sometimes we have anger, sometimes we have some sort of upset, sometimes we have just uh, an abundant of energy that we need to release and we need to talk to somebody about it. So we tell a friend or family or someone that we trust, professional even, we share this stuff, we get it out of our system, and when it's out, Sometimes uh, life goes back to normal. Oh, I finally got it out of my system. Life goes back to normal. Like the person saying, I had this um, thought about being with another person, even though I'm married. But um, I talked about it with somebody and I feel better now. And I don't have to think about that anymore. But it might come up again. But is it just a thought, a fleeting passing thought? Or is it pervasive? Is it continuously in their mind and if it is is the marriage or the relationship in this case going to last anyway because if these thoughts don't stop and they act on those thoughts that's what's scary to people that's what's scary to the person who posted in facebook what if he acts on it that's the fear we carry around but the problem is when we act on our own fear and we say you either shouldn't think like that or I want to know what you're thinking all the time if we act on that fear what it will do is it will make the other person not feel safe it will make the other person not feel safe in their own skin it will make the other person close up and tell us even less share even less about their life about their thoughts And as the relationship continues, 
and one person feels stifled, they will repress. They will pull back. They will become less expressive, less connected. They will feel less secure, less trusting around you, less trusting that they can be themselves around the person they care about. And if they can't be themselves around the person they care about, what do you get? What's left over? Only what they feel like they they can show you. That's what's left over. That's something that I struggled with for years. I only showed people what I believe they wanted to see and what I believe they felt most comfortable with. And when I did that, I repressed a lot of who I was. And a lot of who I was started coming out in passive aggressive ways and destructive ways. And I systematically destroyed all my relationships because I was never comfortable being myself. And it wasn't because they felt like I needed to share more of myself or tell them my thoughts or anything like that. It wasn't because of that. It was because I felt uncomfortable being myself around people because I believed if they knew what I really thought, stuff that I really wanted to share but chose not to, if they saw that part of me, they wouldn't want me anymore. And I know this is kind of the flip side to this. It's like if we don't share enough of ourselves and we hide parts of ourselves, that's what that's what can happen is that we can systematically deteriorate the relationship because they can't see the real us. They can't see the real you. And if you're not willing to show someone the real you, you may not have a fully developed, uh, healthy, happy, fulfilling relationship, at least the kind that you want, because there's always going to be some resistance to sharing your full self and what you really want to share. And as the relationship goes through its paces throughout the days, weeks, months, and years, what you end up with is basically a structure of a relationship, but not all the components that make up a fulfilling relationship. You'll end up with something that might be workable or maybe not. And uh, when that happens, it's just not as satisfying as it could be. And sometimes it feels empty because if somebody can't show up as comfortable in their own skin, they may not show you all they are. And if you resist more of who they are, the totality of who they are, if you're unable to accept the totality of who they are and any thought that might go through their head that you might not want to hear about, but you want to know about what you'll end up doing is very likely decreasing love and connection and slowly deteriorating the relationship until it gets to the point where the other person doesn't want to be around you anymore. And it's tough. I don't, I don't really like saying that, but it's tough. That's what happens is that the more you stifle someone's ability to be themselves, the less they want to be around you because people love those who support them. People love those who honor them being themselves. And it's very hard to feel love toward someone who maybe demands you be and think a certain way. I define love as supporting someone's path, even if I don't agree with their path. I, I define love as supporting someone's happiness and what makes them happy, even if I don't agree with that happiness. And when you do that for someone, when you support them, the totality of who they are, they want to be closer to you. They want to be with you more. They want to share more of you. They want to be forthcoming with you. A relationship like that usually lasts longer, if not indefinitely. 
because you are accepting their independence. You're accepting every part of them. Even if you don't like it, you're still accepting it. Oh, you had a thought about that again? I don't like it, but uh, everything else is great about this relationship and I love you. And if that's the way you want to think, then, you know, that's your thought that's going on in your mind. Now, the person who wrote that post did say that they did argue like on the last day of their vacation and they kept talking about it and they couldn't get past it and she would not back down. She demanded that he share his thoughts and be more forthcoming with what he's thinking. And he wouldn't back down and he finally lost it. He finally called her a name and they were riding in the car and he got really angry and he yelled and he did a, a lot of harmful things. I think it was verbally abusive and it wasn't right. He shouldn't have done that. And I agree, he should not have done that. And somebody commented, that's abuse. He shouldn't have done that. I totally agree. I think that what happened is he just got to the point where he didn't know how to defend himself anymore. He believed he was right. And he didn't know, and I'm not making an excuse for him, but he believed he was right. And uh, he didn't know how to defend himself anymore. He didn't know how to express that what he did, he didn't feel was wrong. And so he does what some people do. They lose their temper. Again, I'm not making the excuse. He did wrong. He should have said, well, that's what I believe and I'm okay with that. I'm going to stick with that. Even if she got angry, that's how I think it should have been. He should have said, if you don't like it, that's tough. <laughs> I mean, I don't really mean that, but in a way I do. If you don't like it, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you don't like it, but that's the way I think. I don't think I did anything wrong and that's just that. And that might come down to her, you know, evaluating her values. Well, man, I don't want someone who has these thoughts. I don't want to be around someone that has these thoughts and it bothers me. So maybe I need to decide what I want to do in this relationship. That sounds unfair to me because if somebody isn't allowed to think certain thoughts or have certain visualizations in their head and you've made that important to you, then what you're basically wanting to do is control them. You're basically wanting them to only think about what you want them to think about. And, and I'm not sure she's saying that at all. She said that she just wants him to express what's going on, but for what purpose? And that would be my question. Why do you want to know that? And if she said, because I want to know, I would want to know why. What does it do to help our relationship that you know what's going on in my head? What does it do to make us closer, make us feel closer to each other? What does it do to make me feel loved and supported by you? And she might say, well, I don't feel loved by you if you're thinking about doing something with that girl. And his reply might be, what if I never did that? What if it crossed my mind and it was just a visual that came to my mind and I thought nothing of it later and that I took that sexual energy that I might have felt or I might have gotten activated back to you because I'm in a relationship with you and I trust you and I love you and that's who I want to share my sexual energy with. What do you think about that? And she said, well, if you're thinking about her, I don't want that. That could be true and I'm not putting her down for it. If that's how she feels, then that's something that she will have to reconcile in herself and decide if she wants to be with somebody who might have what she considers impure or betraying thoughts. 
but life would get really lonely if you did that. Because I'm honest with myself. This is where I'm going. I'm honest with myself about the thoughts I have. I'm honest that I have some thoughts that would not be conducive to a great relationship if I introduced those thoughts as reality. If I said, hey, I saw this woman the other day and she was hot and I wondered what it would be like to have sex with her. How does that help our relationship? It doesn't. Even though my partner would probably be okay. Okay, well, that makes sense. You're a guy. That's what happens. (laughs) She would say something like that. But at the same time, I don't want to talk about every thought that I have with her, but I'm loyal. I'm honest. I'm transparent. If she asked me, I would tell her, but I'm not going to just volunteer information. Hey, when we were in the grocery store, I saw this and uh, I wanted to do this to that, that person. I wanted that. No way. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to share things like that. Just like I don't expect her to share things like that with me. Now, I mean, look at the movies. Like we'll watch a movie and she'll say, whoa, that guy's hot. I think, wow, this is a great thing. (laughs) Because she is getting, you know, activated right now. She's going to bring that to me. She's going to, I mean, this is too much information I know. But I see it this way. If your partner or somebody you care about is feeling good inside themselves and they are in a any type of relationship with you, then they're going to bring that good feeling to you because you're the one they trust. You're the one they love. You're the one they're, they're with unless they're another type of person that acts on their thoughts and feelings. But if they are that type of person, then you don't really have much of a relationship to begin with because if they're acting on these thoughts and feelings and betraying you and doing things that are harmful to you or the relationship or lying or whatever, then that was bound to happen anyway, regardless of the thoughts they've had, because there's nothing you can do about that. That's just how they're built at this time or how they're thinking at this time. And you can't stop that. You just have to believe that the people that you're with trust and love you just like you trust and love them and you support each other and you just hope for the best. (laughs) It really comes down to that. You hope that they're always that way and they're being honest with you. And if they did have an issue with the relationship that they would tell you. It really does come down to trust. Do I trust this person? Because if I do, I really don't give a crap what they think. (laughs) That sounds terrible. But if my fiance had um, thoughts that I didn't necessarily want her to have, but I know she has them anyway, and she never did anything about it, and our relationship was strong as ever, I really don't care what she thinks. I care what she thinks, of course. I don't care what she thinks about stuff that doesn't affect us. It's only in her mind. It's her sacred space. It's in her psyche. It is part of her. It's how she's built. It's how our brains work. It's how our brains are wired. And when we're with somebody that uh, we allow to be themselves and to think anything they want, the bond, love, and connection can only grow stronger. Because we are allowing that person to be themselves. We are allowing that person to feel comfortable in their own skin. And most people want to be around people who love and support them and accept them for who they are. Even their dark thoughts, 
even their impure thoughts. When you accept somebody for who they are, they're more likely to be dedicated to you and trusting towards you and wanting to spend more time with you. They're more likely to do that because they feel the most love and connection with the person that gives them the freedom to be themselves. Again, this doesn't excuse any of the um, reactionary behavior that I talked about. It doesn't excuse him calling her names and throwing things or whatever he did. But I think it's important to remember that we all have this special sacred space inside of us that we need to be allowed to have, that we need to know that we can think anything, we can make anything up in our heads. And if we are a trusting, loving, supportive person in our real world, in our real life, then that's who we'll always be. And we'll feel the most connection and love from those who don't place restrictions on us or expect us to share things that were personal to us. This is just my opinion. These are my thoughts. And I want to thank the person who wrote that in the Facebook group. And I do hope this gives you a perspective that may be helpful to you in the future. And again, just finally saying this one more time, it doesn't mean that you have to necessarily change who you are or your standards. I just want to give you something to think about to make sure that um, if you really are unwilling to accept that somebody else may have thoughts and ideas and visualizations that are, are offensive to you, I'm not saying to consider lowering your standards. I'm just asking you to consider that what you're asking for may not be possible with anyone. And perhaps when you think about it that way, what you value will change as well. And I look at the way someone treats me, the way they show up in my life is the most important. We all have thoughts. We can't control them all. And when we try to control them, usually what happens is we think about it more. We usually think about what we resist more than what we allow. That's just how it is. You say, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. But that's what causes you to think about it more. So I have practiced just allowing every thought to come through. And some of them are unpleasant. <laughs> I don't want to think about every thought that comes through. But I allow it to happen. Where's my mind going with this? <laughs> I want to know more. And I know who I am. I know that uh, my partner can trust me. I know that she doesn't have to worry about me stepping out or betraying or anything like that or lying. I know that. And she knows that about me. And I know that about her and other people in my life. I know that they know that our relationship is solid because it's built on open communication. It's built on trust. It's built on transparency. But that doesn't mean I have to be transparent about everything that ever happens in my head. There's my thoughts. I hope you enjoyed them. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Overwhelmed Brain. I'd like to thank our patrons of the week, Andy, Brian, Sally, Heather, Maria, Dilek, Victoria, Michelle, Holly, Adriana. Uh, how come I've never seen this before? Nakata? Have I seen your name before? I don't remember saying that before. If you joined and I didn't get the message, thank you for joining. Thank you for your support. I, I never saw your name before. That's why I'm kind of uh, singling you out. <laughs> Great to have you. Thank you again. Christy and Wando, all of the patrons that support the show, very grateful to you. If you find value in the show like these patrons do, head over to moretob.com and you, you have a way to give back. And uh, I have some goodies over there as well. And for a show on how to deal with difficult people, visit loveandabuse.com. That's where I talk about emotional abuse, control, and um, other things that go on in relationships that uh, are very difficult to deal with. And uh, that's a great resource for that. And 
If you know you're the difficult one in the relationship and you'd like to change that about yourself and you'd like to heal and try to create the best relationships possible, head over to healedbeing.com for more information on that. And finally, thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for some of the music transitions in the overwhelmed brain. And for my final thoughts, just to be clear, just to bring some clarity in what I'm talking about today, as far as withholding thoughts, I mean, this is different. Withholding a thought, withholding something that you want to tell somebody because you may have done wrong, you may have said something or did something that you want to apologize for. I'm not talking about that. I think you probably know that. I think you know I'm not talking about withholding. There's a big difference between wanting to control someone's thoughts or hear their thoughts and having something in your mind that you believe you should share because it's in your consciousness or I mean it's on your conscience. like you have a, uh, a thought about um, maybe you hurt someone's feelings or betrayed them and, and now you have this thought in your mind and you want to share it but you know that sharing it could cause harm to the relationship now my thought on that is when you withhold thoughts like that that might hurt someone's feelings but it stays on your mind and it constantly eats away at you and you just you just feel bad i think when you hold on to something like that it's like holding on to a flame it's like holding on to something that will continually eat away at you and that that's dangerous that's dangerous to you i know there can be some information that we hold on to that eats away at us but uh it may not always be the best thing to share. Now, I've had information like that. I had a relative share information with me that I really wanted to share with other relatives. I really wanted to. And holding on to it was eating away at me. And I had to make the very important decision to hold on to that secret because the person who entrusted me with that secret didn't want me to tell anyone. So I did hold on to it and it did eat away at me and I don't recommend that but sometimes sometimes you have to but in this episode I'm not necessarily talking about the secrets that we hold on to I'm not talking about maybe not telling someone what we did even though we should you know I'm not saying that and again I think you know that but I wanted to express that because that's a different issue if you're holding on to something and it's eating away at you I believe that if you can, you should tell someone. You should bring it up, even if it costs the relationship. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes it's important to do that. If you're in a close relationship and you're holding on to a secret that you know would be harmful to the relationship, but you really need to do it because it was something that you did or said and you really need to share it, then I believe honesty is the best policy, even at the cost of the relationship. And what that will do is it will test the relationship. It will test the strength of the relationship. And it does one more thing. It either makes the relationship worse or a whole lot better. Yes, it can go in either direction. It could lead to never talking again to the strongest relationship you've ever had because you've shared what's on your mind. That's a little different than what we were talking about in the beginning, but... 
this is something I've learned is that when you share what's on your mind, even if you know it will make the other person upset, but you just have to share it because you believe it's withholding and you believe it's not fair or right to hold it in and you need to share it, then that is going to define the relationship from that point forward. And the definition of that relationship could be a relationship based on transparency and honesty and vulnerability, or it could be based on a lie or the inability to share resistance. It's going to be based on one of those things. I mean, that's assuming the relationship continues. If it doesn't continue, then it probably may not be strong enough to survive other things too, unless that uh, secret that you held was just too damaging, because that can happen too. Sometimes we withhold something that's just too damaging and the relationship won't survive. But when it does survive, it usually gets a whole lot stronger, a whole lot more fulfilling because the other person realizes how hard it was for you to share and they feel so honored that you shared it, that you trusted them to share something with them that the relationship can grow stronger than ever. So that's something to think about too. So glad you were here today. Always keep an open mind. That's how you step into your power so that you can create the life you want. Always grow and evolve. You are powerful beyond measure. And above all, and this is something I absolutely know to be true about you, you are amazing. Amazing.